People who thrive in life choose to live life on their terms. Like it's shocking to me how many people wonder, man, how do I get ahead in my life? Or, mm-hmm. you know, how come I didn't get that promotion? And how come I can't be the manager now? And all these sorts of things that they think about when they're they're still struggling to lead themselves, like you said, to be the sure. CEO of their own life. Well, well the, the person behind a lot of the research on this is a woman named Dr. Carol Dweck, D-W-E-C-K, and she's at Stanford University. And what you find is that people go down the path of a fixed mindset with really good intentions. And so let's say your, your kid comes in and they've made a hundred on the spelling test. And, and here they come, they've got the paper and they made a hundred and there's a smiley face on it and there's an A on it. And then you as a parent, you say, congratulations, or, that's incredible. And then you say this, you are so smart. And what happens is that we start then working with the currency of smart. Mm. And so uh, I've been rewarded for being smart. And so I don't want to put myself in a situation where I don't look smart. So what happens as a leader is that the farther you go down the line, you are wanting to show people that you know what you're doing. And consequently, what can happen is that you uh, stop trying to learn new things because you don't want to put yourself in an uncomfortable position because you can't afford to not look smart. Right. The difference of that, that's called a culture of genius. We have a general manager who just knows everything is kind of the idea. That's the culture of genius versus the culture of development. And the culture of development is this is a learning process. And the pathway to success is through uh, effort. It is through hard work and it is through learning, which requires being uncomfortable from time to time. And so when I look at people who thrive, let's look at sales. You have somebody who is great at sales just because they have the talent of connecting with people, et cetera, et cetera. But they might have the talent to be able to make the connection on a personal level, but they lack the discipline to do the paperwork well. Right. So they think to themselves, well, I'm just not good at paperwork. That's a fixed mindset. You have determined already what you can and cannot do versus saying what the growth mindset is about, which would say this, I'm not good at paperwork yet, or I'm not good at building those relationships yet. I'm not good at whatever it is. And then you put the word on the end of that yet, because the reality is your brain is much, much more flexible, much more plastic than you might give it credit. And that idea of neuroplasticity is the idea that your brain is not rigid or fixed. So if you're wanting to change how your brain works, you can do that. So if you said, uh, maybe in high school, I'm just not a math person, or you said, maybe I'm not a languages person or an art person. It's with the idea that somehow some people have a brain that works that way and your brain doesn't work that way. Right. And the reality is your brain is neutral to what you're learning. It is really about what is being rewarded. So what you'll see in people who thrive is that they don't just reward the outcome, they reward the process and the outcome. And it's that very simple idea of be very careful what you reward, because what you reward 
you'll get more of. I was hired by a group uh, a while ago who um, have very well-paid uh, people in their company. And they brought them in and they said, if you do these things, you'll make this kind of money. And they did. And, and sure enough, it, they started making within about a 24-month period, they were making six figures. Uh, almost everyone there was, was doing well. And the problem was they came to me and they said, um, we used money as the motivator. And now that they're making money, it's really tough to keep them motivated. And it's that idea, the same idea of be careful what you reward. Because what you win people with is what you win them to. And so if the only thing that is um, that I can offer someone is just more money, eventually you, you start making enough money where you think, you know, I'm not that much happier. And maybe I'm not happier at all. And so that right. lure of one thing is not enough. And, and so at that point, people decide what kind of life do I really want to have? Versus what kind of life does other, do other people want me to have? Hey, congratulations. You made it to the end of this little nugget of an episode of the Dealer Playbook podcast. Now, if you want to listen to the full episode, head on over to thedealerplaybook.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast player. That way you can get notified every time a new episode goes live. You can also stay up to date with everything DPB by connecting with me over on the Facebook page. All you have to do is search for The Dealer Playbook and then click like or follow. And then, of course, I'd love if you connect with me over on LinkedIn by searching for my name, Michael Cirillo. Now stay tuned because in another couple of days, I'm going to hit you with another full episode of The Dealer Playbook podcast. <laughs>